you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hi, hope everyone. My name is Mr. Fruit, and welcome to the GG Over Easy Podcast, episode 124. In today's video, we discuss some drama but before we do that some some nice happy uplifting news rob has to share with us we learn about some developments in the evo fighting scene um we're not happy about it what's going on well sus uh but we're certainly excited for the brand new obi-wan trailer and series to come we also inevitably end up talking about star wars and i'm sure half of you the comments will be you blaming us for our opinions but remember, I actually have a review here for you guys. Wow, uh, I forgot podcast. those are things. Um, five stars uh, says, uh, this is from January 2A, so bump up those reviews. I'm going to start reading these again. Was that our last uh, one? Not always on track, but the tangents and stories are always enjoyable. Oftentimes more so when, the, when they follow the script. So it's better than when we actually follow the script. Um, also, just in case they read it for a podcast... Uh, beginner fate series if you if you're just starting to watch fate zero okay this is when we were in the fate zero thing fate zero and then watch fate unlimited blade works ignore literally everything else until you're done with this more to follow if you read this all right well uh we'll have to see how that develops thanks for the review man thanks um we also talk about overwatch and uh some other tangents we got too um and questions and Kenobi. answers I already said that. Okay. Uh, so I uh, look forward to that and more in today's episode. Woo. We'll talk into your ear in a second. 
Pardon your regular scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the GG Over Easy Podcast, episode 124. It's 124 for you cool cats out there that know big numbers. All you cool cats and kittens. Um, All you cool cats and kittens, welcome to the hour of... Welcome to the episode 124 of the Tiger King Podcasts, where we break down every episode of the Tiger King. Uh, we're going to... Yeah. T- Oh, you guys thought this was... Oh, what have you guys been listening to? That's, couldn't be us. Um, well, okay, wait, real, real quick. Speaking of kittens, we're getting a kitten, guys. End of, a- end of April. It's official. So we were on the wait list for a Maine Coon uh, for about about a month now. And there we got on a wait list type of thing. And then... Uh, so, uh, they had kittens. They had three males, three girls. Okay, we're looking for a boy. Uh, so the three boys were snapped up, but now there's only one family ahead of us, only one, and the next litter has three boys. But one of them is orange. But so we're I, I, so we're not getting an orange kitty because like Max was orange and he's the only orange kitty I will ever have. Uh, so we are now. Uh, like unless so, like it's either we get this blue and white Maine Coon or this silver tabby Maine Coon, and uh, I'm stoked. I cannot wait. Uh, if you guys got named ideas, put them in the comments. Christian already came up with a good one. I think it's like close to number one, close to. What's it? Kind of depends. What's the one so, close to it then? Albus. I'm not a big mm. Harry Potter guy, but I do like the name Albus. Albus. I think Albus is, is a good name. I think Albus is a really Albus. cool name. And so, yeah, like Albus. So, uh, Albus. That, but Irwin is super cool too. It all just will have to like kind of depend. And then like the end of Attack on Titan too. You know, depending. You know, I saw a little Irwin cameo come in and in. So we like that. That's no spoiler or anything. It's kind of like, uh, but my little mancoon, you can barely see her out of. I had a picture. She's right, literally right below my hand. Mm-hmm. I got a little. I put the little mushroom chair next to me, and now they like to sit up there because they're in perfect pet oh, height. Oh, cute! But then I was like, okay, well, if they like that, the mushroom chair, like it's, it doesn't have a lot of room to sit because it's like slanted. I was like, yeah. okay, I'll find something like for pets. So the other day, this thing arrived. Actually, it arrived when we were raiding, and. It's like two stories, so like the bottom one is almost just like a little bottom bed, mm-hmm. and then you got top bunk, and then stairs going up. And, it's and this a, is for dogs? Yeah. And wow. it's a little dangerous because if they do go up there, it's literally my desk height. So Whoa. they just try to start walking on my like- desk, and I'm like, <laughs> we need a boundary here. Um, But yeah, I did all that. Um, we even got like different steps because the ones previous were pretty steep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't really work with little corgi legs. Uh, yeah, and they don't care about it at all. They still just sit in the mushroom chair. So. Oh, no. Yeah, see, dude, and like, you, you, if you had cats, you would have learned that. If you, like, we would order Max, like, we ordered Max's super big cat tree, and it was super nice and super awesome, and then he ended up just you, sitting in the box that the cat tree came in. Like, it's... But now you have a cat tree for future Minka? Yeah, so... Uh, and then we're also rescuing ones. We'll have two kitties. So we'll have... Oh. Yeah, so we'll have, uh, like I said, Rusty and uh, Albus or something. We don't know yet. That poor cat. 
gets rescued like, oh, I can't wait to get a proper name. Rusty. Oh, okay. Come on, Rusty. Just like you. Like, come on. Hey, Albus, like, why don't you chill out today? Hey, Rusty, I need you to go field the crops today. Albus right? is back there. <laughs> yes, of course. Albus, I need you to start streaming, all right? And then, <laughs> hey, Albus, uh, go, go do the real stuff, all right? But, yeah, uh, very exciting time. Oh, and then exciting. I'm going to – so you guys see the background here? I'm going to try and, like, move my office around a little bit. I want my background to be a kitten obstacle course. Well, now, kitten, kitten Ninja Warrior. Yeah, so like the kittens can kind of like you know whoop, 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 all around behind me, and then they'll have like little tree, like or not not a tree, but like a little hammock that's in the, on the wall too that they could like sit down and like watch me rage and play video games and shit in. Uh, but then probably this won't ever be used and stuff, so I'm probably gonna get my heart broken by the cats. So <laughs> I thought you were yeah, supposed I'm gonna, to love me. I'm gonna start moving things around. And I'm gonna try and have a cat. Op- Cat obstacle course by the time it's here. <laughs> we also do want to like make like a catio too. Uh, so like uh, funny, like a little enclosure word. in the backyard. So like if they just want to go and you know be cats outside, but not you know yay not, stay. That's right. Uh, dude, get, I had an outdoor cat, cat as a kid. I don't know how I did that shit, man. Like the fact like his, his name was Mickey. He was a badass cat. Hey, Mickey. You just open the door, dude, and he. He'd be gone for like two days and then just show up. Oh, what's up, dude? Hop back in. He'd eat and then like one back out. So see you like later. Doses. Dude, Thanks. one time he was gone for like five months and came back like super fat. We think he got like part of like a family or something like that. So like a family thought <laughs> he, he had was, an like, alternate life. Yeah. Just had- and then he came back. Dude, Little do you know, he, you guys are his side piece. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy though. And then we moved to Parker and we put him outside and we, uh, let me just say the coyotes probably got him, unfortunately. <laughs> what do you mean probably? You just didn't see him again? Well, yeah. So, like, when we moved to Parker, I was probably, like, 10. And Mickey was probably around, like, 8 to 9 at this point. And just a badass cat doing his thing. Uh, and we moved to Parker. And we would take Mickey on walks around the neighborhood to kind of be like, yo, dude, like, this is new territory. Like, you are... And this was like when Parker was kind of newer or just on like way more of the beginning developers when it was just not like stores everywhere and there are actually like just land kind of. And so we're pretty like we let him out one time and I let him in. He came back, dude. It was crazy. He came back and I was like, oh, my God, you are the coolest cat in the world. He could also like open doors. I don't know if you've ever seen a cat open doors. But he would like stand and like jiggle the thing and then like push it open. It was so sick. Uh, and then I let him out one time. Never came back. And we think that it's got it had to have been like the coyotes at that point because it was like fifth grade, you know, up by your house. You know, there was that hill that was just like, you know, it was just gonzo. So no outdoors or anything like I don't know how I did that, dude, like. My heart would skip a beat when I couldn't find Max in his two normal spots. I'm like, like, where are you? Panic. So, yeah, I just wanted to... I, you said, hello, all you cool cats and kittens. And I was like, oh, well, good segue. Cool cats and kittens, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, GZ. Thank Hopefully you. that goes We're well. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll have them on the little stream. We'll have both of them. And they'll be... Uh, Mm. I'm sure some days I will hate my life, you know, because you go like, I got a puppy or I get a kitten. But then like, oh, my God, what are you eating? Oh, my God, what are you chewing on? Like, 
I ha- like I am so scared of getting any of these wires chewed. Like if they start, ch- I-, I hope they don't like wires. Like I pray because I was watching this video and it was like, make sure your kittens don't have any access towards wires. This Ooh. is current. This is what you see. Oh, come on. Oh, wait. There you go. Look at all wow. that wiring. Perfectly assimilated. Papers too. Uh, bad. It's it's going to be, they're going to eat a lot of stuff. Just like Oppa. Yeah, you just got to teach them. The good news is, though, they're a little more self-sufficient and usually don't need as much initial Thank training. Because uh, let's just hope you don't get another Oppa. Because <laughs> we might as well have had a kid. Good Lord. You've um, done like everything with him. He's a problem child, but you know what? We love him for it. So, I, Hey, those pictures of him in the snow make it all worth it, though. It's true. Oh, my God. You're so annoying, but I love you. <laughs> Sometimes I hate you, but I could never actually hate you. Um, so, yeah, speaking of hate, a lot of people are upset because what? there's no smash at Evo this year. Not even, Ooh. not even ultimate. Just no smash. Whoa! What? Not yeah. even ultimate. No not smash. Even ultimate. Mm-hmm. I saw, okay, so I saw Evo statement. I thought it was specifically about melee because it was like, but it did say the Smash community has been, and it didn't say melee. What the fuck? I'm pissed now. <laughs> well, people are assuming. I don't actually know why. Um pretty dumb i mean there has to be some actual reason because i don't know why they wouldn't at least pull ultimate nintendo super league well, nintendo <laughs> is launching their own well league. that's the thing is they did um partner with panda global last year announcing the first ever like officially nintendo sponsored smash circuit or whatever we still haven't heard anything about it or seen but people are wondering maybe that's why like hopefully nintendo's like, like hey we've sponsored and I like we're doing putting, this one like you have to only do these sanctioned probably, we've given things. them like our lunch money but we don't want to give you guys but we that's don't have, copium we're we don't have right to give you, yeah so i don't know <laughs> melee i can always understand i, get I don't melee like too. it but ultimate you're I'm gonna pull numbers with ultimate i what is there? What is that Evo? Well, and I think part of it too is I'm assuming Evo, most people pay Evo to have their games there. And I'm sure Nintendo's like, we're not paying you. <laughs> yeah, they ain't paying shit. Like, oh, you want to have it? Mario Kart we might give you permission, but we're certainly not paying you. Oh, this was two days ago. Yeah, I missed this entirely. Okay, so Street Fighter V, Champion Edition. Classic, of course. Of course. Guilty Gear course. series. Always. That Guilty Gear is hot this year. Strive is, is fun. Why does that sound familiar? Does, is that the game you guys were playing and it's 2D? Like, or yeah. there's like, been a whole bunch of Guilty Gears, but from the but this one is like the first Guilty Gear since Arxis has like found the fighting game sauce, right? Um, Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, that's cool, of course. Uh, Tekken 7, of course, also, of course, you got the big three. I feel, yeah, okay. I feel like that's the Holy Trinity. This is uh this is gonna be uh I'm gonna butcher this. Uh I don't uh K O F X V or King uh, of Fighters. The, yeah, the King of Fighters. Is that so that's new, right? Is that like that's a uh, Terry Bogard. Yep. 
Oh, are you okay? Uh, old classic, old classic. Yeah. Not, so that's not the Nintendo. most popular. So that's a Nintendo game. Power game Wave. Power yeah. Wave. Mm-hmm. Um, Power Mel- Melty Blood. I have never heard of that one. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah. 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 Melty Blood. Apparently, uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, <laughs> which yeah, is that- which was the most hype. I was because I've missed Dragon Ball Fighters at Evo. Dragon Ball Fighters is like Marvel vs. Capcom level hype. Like it's just that's going to be the biggest one at the event now. No, what? It's been a couple years. Dragon Ball Fighter Z not as popular as it once was. Just because shout out Bandai Namco for killing its tournament scene. Yeah, like I would assume it's just going to be one of the Holy Trinity Tekken. Street Fighter. Probably Tekken or Street Fighter. I don't think Mortal Kombat. No. But I don't think Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat has, usually uh, does pretty good. It does pretty good, but I I but like I want to like say mean. maybe Tekken will be the um, I think I think Guilty Gear will probably also be pretty up there just because Strive is really popular. Well and Ultimate was like was Ultimate the number Ultimate one? Ultimate was head and shoulders the most popular. Okay. Like it wasn't even close. Fighter, Fighter Z, its first year was was think, massive. It was either one or two. But that was when but that was, was year one, one too. Was that just uh, Bardock and his attack or whatever? When the chat would always oh yeah, and was like, yeah. <laughs> well, there was the cell open. Oh, that was sick though. That's cool. I like that. Uh, okay, the next game we have here: uh, Grand Blue Fantasy versus uh, versus. Yeah. It came out a couple years. One, to be honest, yeah. Um and Skullgirls. Skullgirls is not huge, but it has such a niche, tight community that's yeah. still super competitive. That's like Sonic Fox's main game. That's a dedicated. Wait, classic. really? So Sonic Fox is probably competing in Mortal Kombat 11. Oh, he competes in like every single one. He yeah. Whichever that's ones sick. he can juggle. Yo, can I get, like don't. can I give you guys some insider info? We've been trying at content to get uh, Sonic Fox to be one of the drops oh. for content so hard. And fucking Evil Geniuses is just one of the hardest people to get through. That makes sense. But that, it, it's That's still in the works, though. Phase, so, so uh, but yeah. yeah, how do we not get Ultimate in this? It's I just, it's probably a Nintendo thing. Quite honestly, it's so hard to get Nintendo games to be at anything. So when you have them not working with you and are like, eh, like it just gets, it's just hard. You know what I think would help Evo out? Like just for kind of viewership, if I was like a marketing or PR person there, throw in like one game, like one fighting game that is just a meme. You know, one year throw in the Shrek fighters or something like that. I'm surprised like, we didn't get Nickelodeon fighters. Oh, yeah. That's why, and then that's what I was gonna say. Like throw Nickelodeon in there, just because that's just fun. And then they could be like a, you know, whatever the biggest finals is, have like a top sixteen or something like that. It like before the Tekken thing or something like that. I think that would be really cool for not only just viewership wise, but just kind of different kind of games community. You know, if you're trying to build something bigger than just a super competitive tournament, which I think but you I think start that's... doing nowadays. Well, I think too, though, Evo's just Evo at this point. It's too big to fail. Even after yeah. their creator came out as the skamaz doing like sexual fin or whatever, it's still doing just fine. Went on the next person. They're like, all right, we go again. Wow. So, really, no. God damn. I bet. 
the ultimate like the ultimate players that kind of depend on Evo. That's a really nice purse. They I would really say. Don't though. Like you don't think so? I, I don't think Smash has never been has never needed Evo to be honest. Well, I don't say it's, needed Evo. I'm saying more so like I would say Evo is not one of the biggest prize pools. No, I think Melee ultimate. needed Evo. Evo kind of revived Melee. Needs, Melee. Yeah. Well, Melee needs ultimate, Evo. Yeah. Ultimate sure. no Evo also wasn't the biggest prize pool remotely. Like okay. Ultimate has had much bigger prize pools. Well, I hope it's a copium thing we're talking about, and that it's some sort of Nintendo League. But mm. that just sounds so fake. <laughs> But speaking of Smash, did you see the Ultimate Summit last weekend, Blue? I watched all of it, and it was such a weird summit because no MK Leo. Yeah, fourth in the place grand finals. I was shocked. It's the first time he hasn't gotten top two in a major since like 2019. Yeah, literal years. And he bad at it fourth, which is still good. Yeah, obviously, like it's still. But also my boy Proto, that was sick. What a run! Proto Banham, that was sick. That was so dope. Wait, what character? He, he won? did that. He did that last summit too, where he just um, well, not last summit, but I mean, he always has these tournaments where he's just like, "Holy fuck, this guy's going all the way." Uh, the person who won Rob was Spargo, um, Spargo, who has definitely been up on the rise for the past couple of years. Considered has started. Guy, be, I've never heard of him. He started to be considered. I think he's been going in. I think it was rated second best behind Leia. Yeah, Spargo's. A, he's like one of those picks where if you haven't followed Smash over the you know course of COVID, he's been popping he's been on the come up. And uh, he won with Pyramithra and Cloud. I think he who's Pyramithra. Uh, that's that Xenoblade Chronicles character that came out. And ever it's it was the like I don't know who that is, but like Sonic's happy, so I'm happy for him. okay yeah yeah um okay but good for sam that's a sammy pick um so her that pair or whatever and then cloud yeah and uh finals i he i think he mainly used cloud through top eight he he, play mk leo uh no because winners semis he played against light knocked light out into losers or was that winner's final Whatever. He was opposite of Leo in winners, and then Leo got knocked out, and he went through winners and then didn't get a reset. He just swept in the finals. But like getting second, too, that was pretty cool. That wasn't, uh, really came in firing away. Wish it was Proto, but I haven't played Ultimate in so long. Like, I don't even think I've played Sora. Was Sora, is Sora, was Sora in any of the, was he, is he good? No. Well, I mean, it's not that he's not bad. I mean, m- most of the ultimate cast is viable, competitive, you know, yeah, viable. Yeah, but like, I mean, like if Leo decided to pick him up, yeah, he probably would have been in top eight. Sora was. Depends on who's okay. piloting him because he got by with. I, I I hope he just swaps off by. I mean, it's just not fun to watch. I'm gonna say it. I don't really like. I Byleth. agree. I I love Leo, but his obsession with playing a good Byleth has gotten old, and is people are figuring Zal- it out. Not is it is Sleeper like Olimar? Is Sleeper or no? No, it's just like like 
he's literally gimping himself because that character is about literal mid as mid as mid can be. So he doesn't play Joker anymore. He, uh, he, he could, he but picked, he just doesn't. He, he's like, yeah. ah. Yeah, he's, he's just, definitely playing for fun, which I respect because, like, at this point, he's so like they like Tom Brady at this point, you know, like yeah, he he doesn't. Like, what are you playing for? Tom Brady comes out only throwing lefty, essentially. You know? <laughs> but like at the same time, like sometimes when he's like losing, it's like and he sticks to by left. I'm just like, come on, all right, bro. But we like it feels like it feels like I'm not getting Leo's full power, so it feels kind of like I'm getting cheated a little bit. Uh, but then again, like I've got I've got a hot take here. People are hyping up Tweak. I haven't been impressed with Tweak for a long time. Yeah, he's been I, past getting, his prime for like since COVID. Well, he popped off last summit. He did, but I, I think that's the one thing too is I'm not a big. I don't feel the Diddy Kong. But he that's his thing now. He's like he swears by Diddy Kong. I now. quite enjoy the Diddy Kong. I just think Tweak is so inconsistent that it's hard to stand. Well, and he's a very emotional player. Um like Leo cold faced, unmoved, something happens. Just the just his mental this man has Solid. something that I've never seen in a player. But then Tweak. It's probably what I would be. Total opposite. One Just loss, mental <gasps> go. Yeah, mental go boom. Like it's it's out of there. And so I mean, I'm still rooting for him, but yeah, it's just been harder. Like, um, he did have that summit pop off uh, last year, or whatever. But it just it just felt like every time I watch, people are like, "This is it. This is Tweak's win." Pe- everybody's hyping him up to be like the number one seed practically, and then he always just. He's just coming up short right now. I feel like I feel like part of it is just the 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 dialogue and discussion around him right now. I think people are just putting too much pressure on him and hyping him up. And so I, I think, think he's been overhyped for a little while. Who does he play? I forgot who he played back in the day, but Wario, Wolf a little bit. I think of all the He's gone through a couple. Um, but yeah, recently it's been Diddy Kong past like year and a half, two, something like that. Um, which like last summit, I was a big fan of the Diddy, but watching him, it, it feels like his, his Diddy play has become solved. He's not able to pull off a lot of the cool stuff or people are punishing him more easier, which is just you know, the nature of it. But, uh, um, watching the tape, but the highlight of the summit for me was Proto's mental game against Leo. Nobody's ballsy enough to try and do something like that. And this man was like literally handing away W's so that, so if you didn't know, Proto Banham plays two mains. He has Lucina and Min Min, which is the arms character. And he was so confident. He came in game one with Min Min. One, game two switches to Lucina. Loses. Game three switches to Min Min wins. Game four switches to Lucina loses, and then Game five picks Min Min and wins. And they even interviewed him, and he was like, "Yeah, what I was trying to do was because the way Lucina and Min Min play are polar opposites. And towards the end of every Min Min game, it looked like Leo was figuring him out. So he would win, switch to Lucina, practically knowing 100 percent he was going to lose, 
but just to get Leo My mixed games. up. Balls against the best player uh, in the world. Very balls. And he did it. Like, you gotta he, get creative. Yeah, I gotta give it to him. Like that's I wouldn't have done that. But like, no there, way. Was there a melee summon or no? Was this all just ultimate? There is. It's just it's not the same time. Oh, okay. Um but yeah, so anyway, Smash is cool. Esports. Smash, are fun. Is, Smash cool. is wicked. Yeah. Watch um, watch Smash and watch CSGO if if you take anything away from us. Those gives, are like the esports I think we follow. And league, I guess. It gives me goosebumps. And I you know what else gave me goosebumps? Oh, I know where you're going with this one. The ah! Destiny 2 raid. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. Ah! Dude, the Duel of Fates coming in oh in the OB1 trailer, bro. Bro, I was about to bust a nut. Oh, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> He's going to right now. He's Wait, like, guys, what about what about my series? What, <laughs> what, what about my series? Shut up, Boba. You had oh, your oh, moment for four out of oh, six up to seven episodes. I'm, leave, I'm sorry. I'll leave myself here. <laughs> uh, Claire was saying something like, what if it turns out to be as bad as Boba? And I was like, this trailer is already better than Boba to me, so it, it can't. There's yeah, no way. I got that as a Christmas gift, by the way. Sick gift. Yeah, it's Pog. Um, subtle flex there. Uh, well, I just, yeah. I saw the trailer, though, as soon as it like, came out. So I was like, oh, shoot. Because I remember seeing the tweet earlier that morning, the hello there. I'm like, oh, shoot. Oh, yeah, I saw that too. They're memeing. And then I was like, oh, wait, what? There's a trailer. Watched it. And then I went and told Claire, I was like, have you seen the Obi-Wan trailer? She was like, no. I'm like, I got to show you. There's a part in the trailer. I'm like, it hits different. So I'm like watching her. <laughs> Nothing. Because you want to know how she feels about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and like the moment's coming and it hits and nothing's happening. I'm like, come on. She's like, what part? I was like, what do you mean, what part? The the fade the title with the duel of fates in the middle. And she goes, What's that? Yeah, and then I play it. She's like, What's that from? I'm like, Are you kidding me? Yeah, I was like, She's like, That's not iconic. I was like, What do you mean that's not iconic? I was like, Darth Maul, Qui-Gon fight, Phantom, like come do the duel of fates. And she's like, I don't really remember that scene. You know, you have from you can't, that's, that's that's episode one. You don't remember that scene? That that's episode song, one. <laughs> which she's like, I haven't seen in a while, which is fair. But I haven't even seen that movie that many times. But that song, like, I mean, look, like when I is cheese. Like, when I movie. when I think of like Star Wars, Duel of Fates, baby. It's uh, it. like Duel of Fates, or maybe like the Imperial theme for me. Like those are that's the like two. The that's the only just redeeming. Like, the only redeeming like parts from that movie. Um, God, it just hits so hard, and so yeah, it just like face to black, everything's that, and then just the, and it's just like, that's like, oh, is this oh. gonna be the best piece of Star Wars content we've ever gotten? That trailer already was for me. That it was, didn't even okay, show whoa, anything. Chill. Whoa, chill. <laughs> I I am really interested to see how they approach having like. A character like have a character show who is established and you know has actual history in the movies because I know Boba is whatever that dude had like a total Without, of 10 minutes of screen yeah, time. Yeah, everything like we knew low, about, yeah, every, the whole craze around Boba was just completely made you up can, by you're making him up as you go. Let's be honest. Whereas, oh, whereas like having like seeing what they're going to do with 
Obi-Wan Kenobi, who we know is like, I'm excited. Yeah. And I know people have talked about like a mall Kenobi thing. Oh, and it's like, you could get that with rebels, but nobody watches rebels. So I fucking, I love rebels Sedge. Uh, and it looks just so good, dude. It looks. I like, just, uh, I'm so excited. They showed and a then, lot of the Inquisitors. They didn't show a lot of Obi Wan, which I mean, I think is good. I would love. I would. I want to. He literally I didn't say a word. I think, right? I don't think he had a line in the trailer. Did you guys see Luke hit that? Yeah. <laughs> All I know, I'll, I will say this: the trailer started. I'm like more Tatooine. Yeah, please. I, I, I am sick of Tatooine as well. I like, get it. I, that's where he like hermited, but like. And then the rest of the trailer Tatooine. wasn't Tatooine. I'm like, thank God. Yeah. Some um, of it won't be Tatooine. I do like the concept when they were like a Jedi, like when you hunt a Jedi, like they leave compassion. Like they have to. Like they like they'll see what's going on and they have to intervene. So it only takes time. Like just patience. Like they'll come out. And it's that's like such a sick idea. But and then Darth Vader, I'm interested to see what we get. Do you, all right, so they have said Hayden Christensen's playing. Do you think we get Darth Vader no mask at all with Hayden Christensen? And I feel Kenobi? like I feel like they they will. We wouldn't need to, but I have a feeling they're going to. I yeah, uh, same. Like like it the, like we finally get the frontal putting on of the mask instead of like the backwards bullshit we kept getting. Something like that. I mean, if they're going to go like a dialogue or anything like that, without if they're mask. just going as far as to use him, I feel or like maybe he's like in the tank where, type of thing where you can see him in the tank. Oh yeah, true. I just know it seems like I don't know. Even just the trailer though felt it feels like all the budget they wanted for Star Wars, they're like, okay, well, eighty percent of it's going to Obi Wan, like. All this stuff, and apparently, hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I'm fine with it. And hearing about it, apparently, like it kept getting delayed because people, and specifically some of the producers and stuff, were like, "The script's not going to work." So unlike Boba and stuff, uh, they're they like, we're, we're taking our sweet the... time with this. Good. Um, so I, I'm hyped, and I forget the wording they said. It wasn't like. They said it's going to be like a series. It was something like a theatrical event or something. Because like watching the trailer, if you had told me it was a movie. But I'd rather I have, have a series. It. Yeah, me too. Like, but that's what I'm know? saying. I think that they're like almost going for that. That kind Maybe of feeling. Three, but two in and a half TV hour show. releases or something like that. I don't know, but. I'm excited. Pardon your regularly scheduled podcast listening for this short ad break. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard 
just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I don't think I've been this excited for a piece of Star Wars content since the Force Awakens trailer. Yeah, probably. And this blew the Force Awakens trailer out of the water, like, because... And I think, like, with Boba Fett, the reason why they didn't take their time on it was more so, like, ah, we could really do whatever we want with this character, you know? Like, doesn't really have an integral, like, but big this role one, in the series. This is, like... Like what Blue is, said, you like, gotta, you have to he's have established. Respect for, you have to do something for... Yeah, do we know who's directing it and all that stuff? Like, or... Is oh, well, that just, was... I think that was part of it, too, is this one, every episode is the same director. It's supposed good. to be continuous whereas like, like boba that. fett and stuff it's always like, like a different director i don't like having all these different directors I, it's I, like just, they always do so different and like you can like tell like it's sometimes it's really drastic between what directors do with like the shots they have and stuff and it's really i hate it uh the director or i'm assuming john favreau's thing with mandalorian and someone else was probably doing this uh Mando X Kenobi meetup. Just kidding. Timelines don't line up. Yeah, unfortunately, it doesn't work with the time. I mean, it could, but he would be like a baby. <laughs> it is be a little Mando baby. The series is directed by Deborah Chow. Okay, a Canadian filmmaker. Uh, I'm trying to see what she's done before. She's gonna kill it. I, I tell she you did what, do what, a Mandalorian what? episode. I don't know which one. Oh. Oh, she did chapter three and chapter seven of season I one. Mean, oh, those ones. <laughs> yeah. Ah. <laughs> um. Apparently, if this is to be believed, there'll be six episodes. Ah. Um. What's up with the Game of Thrones six? That's what I call it. I hate six series, six episode series. Okay. I, to be fair, not, though, that was only enough. the end of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones but before that was always. They like also game. announced this as a limited series. Like they didn't announce it as like a whole. Normal, you don't think we get you know, Kenobi two? It depends on where Kenobi. they end it, but I mean, with the timeline they're going with, how much room will there be between this ending and then what we know when the New Hope starts? You know, give us a Vader show. Yeah. I mean, literally, I think think we talked about it, uh, a Rogue One or whatever at the end. That's the only time you've seen Darth Vader just be Darth Vader, who's just like, give me a whole movie of him just fucking up Rebels. That'd be wicked. That is such a cool scene. (laughs) It's still probably the coolest scene. Like, it just, it just felt so... Well, and I think part of it is just like from what we've known, the original trilogy is undefeated, but I think we've talked about it. It just had technical, physical limitations. Yeah, limitations, yeah. Like, it, it 
Star Wars has grown to be known as this, like, there was just never a big focus on the Jedi and Sith and their actual powers and what that would look like. But then you see Darth Vader at the end of Rogue One, you're like, we if it was made that was like today we could have had three movies of that you know like yeah it's like a 40 year payoff of just waiting to be like this dude it really is bad and then you like when you see like really the only fights he's in it's really just the no, guy at like, that thing like, like yeah like it is really kind of you have to use your imagination and then like i think like honestly personally i think the prequels they went too crazy on the acrobatics. Like when you see flip flopping and some of them thing, are definitely. I mean, even George Lucas was like, "All right, I, I think I would. I, I think I went a little. I think more. I might have gone a little too far." <laughs> yeah, Jar Jar. I, I still like to believe Jar Jar is a, a Sith, though. I do like to believe in that theory. That's still my it, favorite stupid theory. Yeah, I love like that. I, I, that would be, oh, so so dope. Like it would have been a really cool kind of idea. Um. Well, interestingly enough, actually, I, I don't know if there's any validity to this because I haven't looked it up, but someone was telling me that specifically, especially with this the newer trilogy we've had, because um, everyone had problems with like, Ray just came out of nowhere and stronger than the strongest Sith Lord that's ever been <laughs> I known. I don't you fucking know who so Ray is, dude. Yeah, like how did that happen? And apparently, again, I haven't looked at this, so I don't know, but George Lucas has always been about the force will always balance itself between light and dark so apparently and again you'll need to look out first parties like this is just from what yeah, i've so heard this could be yeah i like, don't this is just something i've heard and frankly i w- it wouldn't surprise me if it was true but the force is supposed to always balance itself out so in this case what ended up happening is essentially ray was like the last jedi right and so i guess just all that force had to go into her to balance it out so that so what the, dark the Sith side wouldn't win. Yeah. So I guess Kofi. that's the reason why she just like super yeah, doesn't excuse the kiss. Yeah. Or I mean, oh my yeah. god! Still, ne- is nothing's ever gonna excuse that or kiss, any dude. Although I did put it in that DM, that little video I found was pretty yeah, funny. That video was hilarious. Yeah, I found this video. Maybe like realize like God, I hate that. It was on Reddit. So you could probably find it though. But yeah, it was like this like funny mocap, but. Ray's sitting there healing that snake thing. Thing, yeah, Worm whatever. Snake. Um, like the the and her mom's like all pissed, and she's like, "No, I'm helping." Like healed the wound, and then uh, Obi Wan and Anakin show up as like ghosts. I'm like, "What's she doing?" I think she's healing it. How? Like force healing? What do you mean force healing? Never heard of that. Why didn't I hear about that? Yeah, awfully kind. Yeah. Of, I could have done this the whole time. Yeah. And he's like, no, well, Matt, she what? she read the the ancient Jedi text. She, wait, she, any of us could have read those. Like, what do you mean she? And and then yeah, it cuts to he's Yoda, like, and he's like, Wurr, Wurr. Have to like <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, it's just really... like he's like, all this could have been avoided if you guys just told me about Force Healing. And everyone's like, yes, yes, it probably could have. <laughs> like, <laughs> just I don't think. I think force healing and then the the light speed cruiser into the bunch of ships. Those uh, are like the visually two's. though, that was worth it for me. I'll, sure, I'll, like the visually, I'll that cool. payoff. Well, and that payoff. That's the only redeeming quality of the Last Jedi. And well, and the the thing too is that like thing slicing through the ship doesn't Ooh. have ramifications. As hey, here's this thing that could have literally changed the course of Star Wars history. 
where like, hey, if, if someone I mean, had just told Anakin. It changes how light speed works. It changes how everything, you I know, mean, you can't have anything it. in front of you now. It doesn't change it as hard as people think it does because like the whole point is that a lot of ships can take other ships out of light speed. So if they didn't have something for that, like, that's on them. That, but, that, that movie is trash. It's a trash movie, but but that I, the that shot is cool yes i will agree that, that like the no sound or anything like that you just that see like did, that fuck like yes like, it's cool like maybe it fucks a couple things cool. up but like so so be it it's see that's it. one where i'll be like yeah okay all right i'll give it to you okay yeah so i'll give it i'll give it wasn't as cool yeah but then yeah force it's like where did this come from and why does she know like what that was it too it's like why does she of all that's what there's just no payoff with her. There's never any payoff with Ray. Yeah, it's just she just like she's writing. got she's powerful. Why is she powerful? And and then it's like, dude, like just give I, me something. Give me something. Give me so, the whole point is to see these characters grow. And if like Ray's literally the same, I still want from Finn Force to be Awakens the, the Jedi to the third movie. The only difference is now she kisses a dude who has literally been trying to kill her wicked let's go star wars abusive relationships are trendy let's go i'm i'm still in the camp that ryan johnson is the worst thing that ever happened to star wars ever you can call me a star wars (laughs) well i fan nerd i mean i I can't even hate i think it's disney's fault too yes they're in charge of hiring they greenlight everything and i i can't remember i think it was jj's like hey i'll do episode seven then i'm bowing out which is fine but then yeah. you need JJ and whoever to me and be like, yeah, hey, be like, hey, this is where I was taking it, and this is what I was thinking. Instead the fact of they didn't have a plan, and they were well, like Rian Johnson. Don't get me wrong, Last Jedi, one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. However, he's a great filmmaker, right? Knives so out. It's a great, I love Knives Out. He's a great director. The problem is, if you were to give Rian Johnson a trilogy where he just does his own thing, I'm sure it would have banged. But when you give a new trilogy to to different directors and you have nothing, no, no, no level, no, hey, uh, here's the rough game plan uh, for one to three. None of that. They're just like, yeah, just fucking do whatever. And then you're like, whoa, he did whatever. <laughs> well, see, <laughs> yeah, like, the, more, the more I look back <laughs> on it, the more I look back on it, I don't, I can't place the blame on Ryan Johnson. Some of it is to blame for him. But that's part of it, is imagine you are placed into the most popular widespread franchise and it's a brand new trilogy. It, I mean, maybe, I think it was, I think he did receive notes or something on where JJ wanted to go. But I do respect that he wanted to take the series to bolder places because as we've talked about force awakens was good but it was also good because it was incredibly safe it didn't do anything very safe, very safe. crazy so yeah. he's like hey i want to like reinvent that and make this trilogy its own it was just misplaced and again i can't also put the blame on him because there are a lot of people he has to talk to and a lot of people that have to go yeah we're going forward with this so there's a lot of blame to place um, because that's just what it was. It was like episode eight and then nine felt so 
Nine was like damage control central, yeah. and it was too late. Because they're like, okay, if this is happening, how are we supposed to explain this? Or like, okay, yeah. well, I want to do this episode nine, but it wasn't set up in episode eight, so rushed explanation, yeah. uh, here it is. And so I think that was just its biggest problem, was if they had found someone to sign on for all three, I would like it, I would have been fine with the trilogy by just um, Ryan Johnson had he started... And then we could have seen what an entire thing would have looked like. And then if it or sucked, even, then it's like, okay, well. Or even just the company, or even just people at Disney being like, hey, we're going to have three different people directing these movies, but yo. We should probably because, like, like. That's how it works, right? Like, not even, even in trilogies, there's different directors, but like, like what Marvel does. Hey. One we dude's need, in charge need, of the timeline. There's line. still a couple things we need you to do, by the way, that are non-negotiable. You know, these are these are core parts of the story. They had the dude in Loki who's preserving the timeline. He's like, hey, talk to me. But we got to make like, sure this works. All that is a blessing in disguise because hopefully they're I mean, true. all transfer that to Kenobi now. Like, which I is, mean, it was it was like that. It was like they probably felt untouchable. Type. It's Star Wars. How can it go wrong? And then it came to such mixed reactions. And again, I know there are a lot of people that watch and especially heard our Star Wars and like, you guys are totally wrong. That's fair. If you enjoyed it, good for you. I wish I did. But yeah, we were not. I wish I lived in that reality that you do. That is a, you are, you are very lucky. Um, Because I'm, because I wasn't. (laughs) I still haven't seen Batman too. Think about it now. I still haven't seen it. Apparently, I didn't look into it, but two series have now been, TV shows have been greenlit from that. I don't know. If it's just in the same universe see, and it's Robert Patton, I don't know. I I, I highly I doubt, doubt it. It's going to be doubt it. Pattinson. No but chance. I feel like we're going to get Gotham 2.0, and it's going to be. I don't like that. Who um, the actor for uh. Oh my god, the, the the police officer. I. Good God, I'm blanking. Commissioner name. Gordon. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of his actor's name. He's been in a lot of things. He's a great actor. Uh, Jeffrey Westworld, Wright. Right? Jeffrey Wright, yeah. So, like, it wouldn't surprise me if... It's a Commissioner Gorn type of... That or... Well, I can't say much else without giving spoilers. So. Yeah, I don't like... Uh, like uh, like what DC did with, like... Um, what's the... the C- or even Marvel, too. Like, S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, I didn't watch S.H.I.E.L.D. I know like, people I like don't... that, though. But the CW, that was completely separate. And that was also before a lot of this was... But it just cards, sounds like so. a CW, like, you know, it's just a new Batman spinoff. HBO like, Max, though? I mean, like, I have okay, a feeling it's, it's going to be. If it got HBO budget, I'm down. Like, if it's got HBO budget, I'm in. Um, I mean, I, as time passes, I almost prefer TV shows now. Because, Same. as we've yeah. seen, and some stories just need a longer time to tell. Or like, or like, let's just good fleshed out. Like something just needs to be fleshed out rather yeah, or than twenty it, minutes. In order for some story elements to resonate or characters, they need more time in front of the screen. Which again, if oh, I were to shit. change things, like I would have made Eternals a show. Because if you had given Eternals as much screen time as like Loki, which was like know, seven, eight, nine hours or something, imagine how different that might have played out. At least I think for myself. Being able to have time, especially when you have such a wide cast, to be like, oh, because like imagine Game of Thrones in a movie. 
God, awful. Like, like it, it would just it be overwhelming. Awful. I mean, I did be, get it with the season finale. You know, yeah, that's like, true. You're just trying to like cram so much into it, and I think Eternals was was just conceived the wrong way. I think it would have been a better TV show, but I don't know. I like being able to spend more time in a world or a universe or a story yeah, and getting to know people it? more. And we're like three years removed from Game of Thrones being done. Like. Four I mean, I, like, and I, as soon as that show ended, but I, I just wish it could be still be going. You know, we could be getting the final season now. You know, May nine, May nineteenth, twenty nineteen. Yeah, it's almost three. Just, years. It's just crazy how the last season was so negatively received. Like you don't see <laughs> anyone talk about. You don't see anybody talk about Game of Thrones legacy. No, nobody. And, and, I, then, I, and then Fruit was like that that trailer for the prequel. He was like, "Yo, let's go!" And I was like, "Oh, they're still fuck, they're still doing that." I'm cool with the prequel. Like, <laughs> well, see, for me too is like I like the universe he made, and and the thing too is again up until that la- the last two seasons, I didn't I didn't also necessarily hate him that much, but especially the way it ended, um, that was like some of my favorite TV ever, favorite entertainment ever. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest and flip-flops? Yeah, we've all been there too. But here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. It's not about giving up, it's about switching it up. Fume takes your bad habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning, flavored air device that just does that. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. I love how this thing looks. It's beautiful and real wood. The shape of it is so cool, and I look cool using it. So if you want to be like me and break your bad habit, start the year off right with the good habit by trying fume.com slash gg and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners of the show 10% off whenever they use the code gg to help make starting the good habit that much easier. So make sure you guys check it out in the description. Try fume.com slash gg. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So if they're able to just recapture that and now it it, is like it might be a little easier because you're not having they're now able to make their own storyline. Essentially, they have rough details, whatever. But instead of like we essentially got to go along with with the books and also George R. R. Martin, let's be honest at this point, is probably never finishing Game of Thrones. So they're like, all right, well, we need to finish. We he still has like two books to write. And 
I mean, if we look at it, like, again, I have to give the director some credit because when they had the source material, I think they did really good. Those first couple seasons were great. It was the problem when it wasn't so, it was way more ambiguous of like, okay, well, we're gonna, we're here and we need to get here. And yeah. this part's kind of muddy. They struggled. And I can't blame them because for the first five, six seasons, whatever, that's not what they had to do. Um, and so, I mean, I still think they botched it and it could have been done differently. And I won't forgive them where, where I don't forgive them is when they essentially literally explained like, yeah, we were getting tired of this show. We didn't want to make it more. We want to go do Star Wars. Yeah, that was like, hey, that's yo, when it's like, where's the professionalism? You just like, like just lie whatever, to us. Whatever, yeah, whatever, yeah, lie to us. Like whatever. And then, yeah, like, come on, homie. And you can't like expect and then it never to take you professionally. Well, and then you're bit like, him in the yo, butt. we just got tired of it. It's like, bro, now who, all the people who employed you are going to be like, Ooh, are they just gonna dip on ours? Yeah, they're just gonna get bored those again. Those dudes, or? I feel like, were the hottest guys in Hollywood. Like anybody. Yeah, they thought stupid. they were untouchable, and that's why they said that shit. Because what are they making now? Do you know David Benioff or whatever their names see. are? David, I think it's like David West or David Benioff or something like that. Uh, but I, what is it about Game of Thrones that we liked about it so much? You think it was like the political backstab and the I think it was just mix of good. action? Just while it was, you, it was both. Like it was the political, but like the really smart political, and then the I don't know, just the how they talk. Game of Thrones, I don't know. It was just amazing. The, it's medieval, but like high fantasy and like, like season three, I think and season two Game of Thrones good. is some of the best television in the world, like ever. Oh, hundred percent. I think one through four is like one of the, some of the best. It's just the quality of having just a good, like medieval, a new medieval high fantasy world. That's my, that kink. was just, that was just like, just in so well written. Like, um, you know, was what like, they're doing. They're, they're fucking doing nothing. I mean, they're rich as shit, so they don't have to be. This one anything. says they are serving as writers and executive producers alongside Alexander Wu on an adaptation of acclaimed science fiction trilogy, The Three Body Problem. They are also serving as executive producers on the Sandra Oled The Chair. Um, we do stand Sandra O. But yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. But yeah, that was. They messed around and found out. And then Disney's like, Ooh, actually. Yeah. That kind of uh, sucked. And I I mean, I, I just think it's so disrespectful is because like, I get it. Maybe you are tired. I wouldn't blame you. But you signed tired, on to this. <laughs> well, and, and now you just have this crazy fandom that just wants to see it through. It's like, do it for them. You know, like I, yeah, I know like, you want, but like you're right there. Finish. Yeah, finish be a strong. good manga con and finish it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like it's like when we did Dream Team, uh, uh, Olympics. Like if we just said, like the before episode. the Olympics ended, we're like, yeah, we're just gonna finish it because we have to. Like we honestly hated making this. People are gonna be like, "Bro, I've been hyped for this shit." We actually, like say it after. You're like, yeah. it was just weird. It was just really weird how they handled that whole game. Like they fumbled bags. 
It's unfortunate. But that's why, I mean, literally, like, the new Lord of the Rings, any medium that is set in some sort of medieval time, fantasy, bro, I'm there. I've literally watched, like, every um, live-action Viking TV show medieval tv show i'll just watch them all man. what about that medieval show that was like supposed to be like game of thrones that came out like maybe two months ago and people were kind of comparing it to it and i think it was on amazon oh wheel of time i watched that yeah, yeah. how was that was that great it was good was it good? definitely got better at like first episode i won't lie i was kind of it got better for me and um it just had a lot to do uh it I mean, it's hard to compare it to because they're just not, like, thematically, they're not, like, as it's not as gritty and political as Game of Thrones. Yeah. There's, it's still there, but it, but it's a See, cool I fantasy like, world, and I'm like, yeah. See, and that's why I really like Dune. Like, it's not, like, a medieval, but it Dune is, like, a fantasy sci-fi type of world, and I'm all about that. Like, but, I want more Dune. You show me knights, you show me Vikings, you show me samurais, bro. It doesn't He's matter in. what. I'm going to watch even if I don't like it, I'm gonna watch the whole thing, okay? Because Tom Cruise, The Last Samurai. Have you seen that? I have. Literally, I kept. <laughs> I keep looking all the time. I'm like, is there something I've missed? Because like I've practically consumed it all. Matt Damon and protecting the Great Wall of China. It was, that was bad. But oh I watched my god! It. Please don't get me started. <laughs> you you both saw that. But I, I'm now. I've now moved on to foreign medieval ones because I've run out of. How how do the how do the, I guess, East handle the, uh, uh, you know, there are a lot. I mean, the interesting thing is like for us, it's a lot of medieval stuff for them. It's a lot of feudal Asia, feudal, which yeah. makes sense. Like that's just, yeah. You see um, that, you see that meme where it was like, uh, it was like Western company or no, no, no. It was like, it was like Eastern company. Hey, congrats on your, uh, congrats on your, feudal japan game and they and they're talking to the gozo shishima devs which are western devs and then it's like western devs hey, yeah congrats on your medieval game and they're talking right. to FromSoft, who made elegant yeah. it's like <laughs> it's true based yeah, i respect it but i think I respect it. especially tv wise See, um well what's interesting is i was just this weekend i was watching um it's literally called the pirates or something and it's a korean movie but it's a Korean movie about pirates. And it was so interesting because I started it and I just had in, the, in my mind, you know, like European pirates and stuff. But no, this is all Eastern pirates back in like golden age feudal China. And I was like, I didn't even think about this. I, they were pirates. This is what their pirate thing was. But that's also, I was like, why? Well, I, I, we wouldn't have gotten something like this. So that was interesting I, just because. I'm really jealous that you're able to just try new content. Like I... Like, I don't... I don't want to get hurt. I, I've been watching Dexter's Lab again. Like, I well, See, just, it's a I curse, mean, though, because it doesn't matter. Nine, 99% of the time, it doesn't matter how much I enjoyed it. I'm never going to consume that again. So for me, I don't like it because it's a never-ending chase of what's next, what's next, what's next. Like, you're always watching something new every day, I feel like. Like, like I'm I, always I watching don't, reruns. I don't rewatch like, things. Oh, I Literally, aside from like you the Dark Knight, I, I mostly like that too. Where it's like once I watched it, like I'm I'm definitely not going back. But like with like, there's rare cases with Mando where I'll like go back and watch the series again. I just wish I I wish I could. 
I don't See, know if grass it's because is greener. I'm, I'm afraid of being hurt or I'm afraid of just being like, this fucking sucks and I don't want to pay attention to it enough to like like the show or something well, see, like that. It's very rare, but sometimes I am like, this is bad enough that I'm just going to stop watching. But also some of the times, like I talked about it with like those Q movies and stuff too, as long as the idea or the setting and general premise is interesting enough, I'll give you a lot of leeway, a lot of leeway. So if that means I turned it off <laughs> a lot, if I turned it off, then that's like, all right, you, cause like that's, it was that like Pierce Brosnan. The last thing I remember just stopping was that oh, Pierce that Brosnan Pierce movie. Bros. Yeah. Which was just like in all forms of entertainment, this has failed. <laughs> and like who every, this? every aspect, it must've been a Mondly laundering thing. I don't know what it was, but it's like, Oh my goodness. Uh, what was that movie called? Let's see how it did at the box office. What was it called? Uh, Pierce, yeah, Pierce. It's like Pierce Brosnan heist movie. Heist movie. The Misfits. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The Misfits box office. Find out. The Misfits box office. Four million. Oh wait. Okay. That's not. Okay. This is not. Okay. Here we go. I guess. Um, Nineteen okay, so percent bo- critic score. The budget is fifteen million, and I'm looking at the gross. It all went to Pierce worldwide. Brosnan. Budget was fifteen million estimated. Uh, gross worldwide one point five million. So uh, not a great return to whoever funded this movie. It was. It's only an hour and a half, though. You could get mean, through an hour and a half. I, I watch it tonight. <laughs> I just do it. I'm telling you. I, I hate watching bad movies, man. That's what I'm saying. You, uh, you'll you understand why I couldn't yeah. get through an hour and a half. Yeah. It was like 20 or 30 Have minutes. Have you watched The Room or whatever? That's like the most infamous like bad movie. I haven't seen whatever. that one, though. Okay. I have a feeling I won't be able to get through that one either. You don't need to. This one, but like it, refer- it has 53% audience score, which is shocking to me. <laughs> and usually, like, audience scores are pretty generous, and I know 53 is like still pretty bad. It should not be that high. That means one out of every two is people that like is the like the worst piece of content I, you've. That's the worst piece of content time. you've taken in the past two or three years. In a long time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Oh, it's hilarious. And I suggested that to Claire. I stopped. I'm like, I'm so sorry, man. I'm, I'll never forgive myself for. She was probably like, I don't care. Well, she was just like, so you thought it was bad too? I was like, oh yeah, this is. Like she won't say so anything. No idea. But no, I, like, she's like, I'm off. here for the ride. Like, but like, I turned it off, and she's like, "That was terrible." I'm like, "Yeah, that was." <laughs> I'm sorry. But yeah, so I I can get away with a lot, and that's what I'm saying. Even when I dislike Game of Thrones, I still watched it, and overall, I was like, "This is okay." It's not what I would have the standards I have for Game of Thrones, but like that's just I could, that's plenty watchable content. And I got, so. I got a I got a question for you then, Mr. Fred. I'm going to transition here. Okay. How much leeway do you give to Destiny 2 raids? Uh, approximately 25 symbols. Oh, man. Oh, but they ah. gave us... Oh, we're going into this. But oh. they gave us 26, so... Well, I figured we were kind of bitching about uh, movies and stuff like that, so I figured we could talk about the Destiny 2... The newest Vow of Disciples raid. Because we talked we about last okay. episode. First of all, hey, I'm proud of us, boys. First of all, we did fucking it. did it. We, we brought it, it home. 
in 22 hours of gameplay, I will say that for all you gatekeepers out there, for we brought it home. It doesn't matter. That, content. We did it in contest mode. Get fucked. Yeah. So yep. the boys have it. We got it. Um. Now, um, do I like it? Now that I know the now that I know the symbols or our callouts and stuff like that, um, do no, I, I, I th- this mechanic, I don't even call it a mechanic. It's more so just more so confusing than it is hard. It's to, literally like the vault encounter in Last Wish, and they made an entire raid about that. I never thought about that, but you were so right. And it's like cool. Don't make a whole encounter off of Last Wish's one encounter. Like you made a whole raid off of a raid that is better, which is like, well, of course it's never going to be as good because because you made a raid already that did it better. Like, yeah, I just uh, feel like the symbols were there to make things more confusing rather than more challenging. If that makes more, if that makes sense, I guess I don't feel like so many fucking symbols. Like I mean, you give. You people give me fifty symbols to study, and it's like, yeah, people. If you're, you're listening, you're like, all right, what in the world's going on? New raid came out, blah blah. A uh, staple mechanic in every single part of the raid. More symbols are these symbols, and we're not talking a couple. They gave us an alphabet. They gave us twenty-seven symbols. One of them's blank. Okay, I get why but you say alphabet now. There are twenty-seven letters yeah. in the alphabet. Okay. They gave us an alphabet. That is not of an symbols. exaggeration. No, I originally thought that was an exaggeration. No, but it's literally not. an alphabet. I don't want to learn a new alphabet. And all the encounter is, and as we've also been running it through, a lot of us have talked about too, is the fact that you can't just like goof around most of the time and banter. Because at all times, someone has to be like, hey, uh, uh, sword, pink, something. Yeah, you're reading a book with your this, fucking fire team. Re- remember that. Okay, now you have to do this. But then that has to do uh, What was the symbol? I don't know. Let me go check. Yeah. We don't have time. What was this wait, thing? Can, wait, you were talking while he was saying it. Like, I couldn't hear yeah, light yeah, or dark. Wait, wait, wait. Like, it's just exhausting. And I, like, I get that is what a raid experience is kind of supposed to be like but not to the point where like i can't just hang out with my friends and like the third after encounter, doing it enough times like the, like the symbols are fine like it's a okay like it's a safe it's a safe raid mechanic you know we've seen it many safe. times before very safe but last wish already did it the you know we didn't need to do the last wish symbols again no. you could have done something different they gave us more but, by the way and then like to make it worse uh fuck i lost where i was i'm bringing around the station third it's, third encounter you said yeah it's, it's to the make artifact it worse, you do a whole third encounter where you have a limited time and while you have to like use three different relics and it's like look man relics are cool when you have half the fire team gimped now because like they can't just use their weapons and you have a whole area based around killing ads it's like bruh on top of remembering the alphabet. third encounter yeah. top three worst yeah and you have to do the alphabet the whole time top three worst destiny encounters of all time like that's yeah. when i think the the symbols are the worst offender like i feel like when they all come together at their worst is that artifact encounter or whatever that whatever it's called because honestly yeah, like- the the rock fight I really liked. Amazing. Awesome. awesome. What, like, one of I, the I think the best raid encounter maybe it 
It's up. Not besides Last Wish, I would. It's say. funny because it's funny because this raid has one of the worst encounters in the history of the game, but it also has one of the best boss fights in the history of the game. I so think it's like I would say best boss DPS phase. The I, fact I that agree. it's actually interactive, the boss isn't just letting you do stuff. You can't just well, you know. Yeah, he, and he's he like breaks your bubbles. He's straight up just like going after you. Yeah, That's like. Sick. I would watch like Tash and Fruit like put down Bubble and Wells, and then Rolk would just like get that. The fuck is this? Yeah. The fuck did you Thought. put here? What is? Get this shit out of here. Yeah. And then the like I, you're bringing this shit some, in my like, house. Like uh, a Japanese streamer was playing it, and he was like hiding behind like a little thing, and Rock, he literally like walks off the ledge, like and is like floating and just kicks just him kicks in the face. Him, like that. It's, that it, was so cool. And it just, and then like, I feel like that encounter at the top where you say R2, L2, that is just enough of like that kind of symbol kind of thing. I was worried when it was the first kind of thing. And I was like, oh, Christian, they're probably going to give us more symbols when we go up there. Just be ready for like me to I like. Swear to God. But, and then I was like, oh my God, they didn't. Holy shit. So yeah, it's like you throw the symbols in that rock fight. I don't care. Like. I don't have a feeling against the symbols one way or the other, but I think it's because the first encounter you start with symbols and I wasn't that against them. And then you go to caretaker, which to be fair, a lot of you guys didn't have to deal with symbols. Oh so maybe God. it didn't, it didn't hurt you too much, but yeah, I was symbol dude. Yeah. So like seven hours of more symbols at caretaker, caretaker to then was go <sighs> to then go into that maze. Then it's symbols for everyone. And I hate it. Yeah. It just like it was because like they like to do that. They like to bring mechanics forward, which is a, it's good game design. It teaches you something, teaches yeah. you at a base level, reintroduces you, add things. That's fine. But for me, it was just this of all the things. I just it was the symbols, man. It's like I don't, I don't need this. But then that was it. We got the rock though, and the symbols are whatever. It's like ah, yeah, whatever. yeah, because they weren't egregious. Yeah, it's I like mean, this is fair. I wasn't doing the vaulting hunter for the eighth time. And then the caretaker. Only one person needs I, to do it, and it's kind of a decent mechanic. In the, the, the caretaker is also one of the worst encounters because it's it's a it's a it's that one is straight up a worse Shirochi. What is that what does that mean? Shirochi, remember and, where uh, you have to you do you kill you do a bunch she's of like things. She's like the techie young lady in the last wish. The techie lady, she's like, woo! Oh, you had to go in the last you room. You have to DPS her. You DPS her I when you break her. her shield, and then you have to do like the the plates with the symbols. Yeah, yeah. Caretaker is literally a worse version of that. Yeah. Well, I think the the thing too is, I think we get you we got DPS checked harder. On caretaker on oh yeah yeah on contest yep. then we did Ralk. and the only reason we got through caretaker was because of a glitch. Um, Thank you. Otherwise, we would have been there a lot longer. Um, and the glitch was they fixed it like the night after we we beat it, but randomly sometimes if you know the encounter it'll make sense. But I think it was like second floor it happened to us. He would start DPS phase, but then he would constantly be stunned. Like he literally just sat there. And the DPS phase there never ended. It didn't switch plates. But, or... but you can't just beat the raid because there's gates. They made it so it's like that a like nightfall. Yeah, they they made it well, I think it's fair. It's like they want you to play the whole other than like, hey, we're gonna do first four, burn him, that's the encounter. 
they wanted you to have to go through the three floors, which is whatever. But so one phase, we essentially got to save our ammo because contest mode, let's be honest, it's just the ammo economy game. That's what makes it yeah, so you're difficult. you're fighting against the ammo economy. Like, we would have had DPS if we had ammo. But the, it's like after second DPS phase, there's two more. And we're all like, we have, we have nothing. And yeah. then it became Outbreak Prime City. But so we were able to just use primary for a whole DPS phase, which then saved it for the next. And that's when barely we were able to pull it out. Um, but and even barely, yeah. too, we barely beat it. He was literally about to put his hands up to kill well, us. Well, that's like, why we, I was sitting there like shooting him. And I'm thinking, like, if we don't beat him now, <laughs> I don't know how we win. Because, like, if we can't do it with this, with all the stars aligned, when will we, you know? Yeah. Um, all in all, though, I still enjoy. I enjoyed doing it just because it's contest mode. It's always yeah. a fun challenge. Glad we were able to finally finish one too. Um, for those that yep. don't know, the first hour oh, wow. or two was pretty triggering because the raid came out and everyone oh. raiding was getting kicked all the time. We did well, the we first. Were lucky. Well, apparently it was happening yeah. during the raid too. We were well, very yeah. lucky, apparently, because people were, were having connection issues like throughout for, the day, throughout the entire first day. So when people are like, so when people are like, eh, it doesn't matter if you didn't get shut the fuck up, shut your fucking mouth, shut up. There were plenty of people, people who. There is a good reason why they extended it twenty four hours because because so many people could not even raid for the first ten hours. Yeah. So in hindsight, yeah, that first hour or two sucked. But if it had been, like, I was hearing horror stories of, like, you're about to kill Caretaker. You yep. get orbited. I um, saw Selena, she beat the Caretaker, but I guess beat the Caretaker right as he did the thing. And they oh, saw Oh, and the soft lock, yes. And it wouldn't, like, progress their raid. So, like, they beat it, but they soft locked the Caretaker. There were, there were some people who were even raid racing. Uh, I, for, I think it might have been Redeem. I forget who it was. It was a yeah, pretty Redeem, popular one. They had, they had tons of issues. Well, they they like beat Caretaker. We're doing something. Got kicked to orbit. And their entire raid was reset. No one had a checkpoint. So they grabbed it from somebody else. They had to. Because they're like, we can't like, yeah, just that, yeah. redo the race. But yeah, like it just. Whoop, that is. Oops. I didn't know. I did not know that. That is cheese. Yeah. So for us, it was frustrating in the grand scheme of things, not that much compared to others. We were yeah. But we did the first like uh, escort thing. I, okay, so I made a YouTube times, video. I, think. I made a YouTube video on it, and I actually made uh, the first thing. I didn't wasn't going to make it a first encounter because it's really not an encounter, honestly. Like, there's but no way to fail. Was, really. It was an encounter because of the anteaters and the guitars that we were getting. It was, it, it I, was I think just, I counted, it was three anteaters and one guitar. Is it was just rushed to try and get a checkpoint. And so often too, there was one time where like we were literally maybe 10 seconds from grabbing the checkpoint and booted. Just like, and well, it's yeah, like, and it's not, again, it wasn't hard either. It's just like, this is really ruining the vibe. Yeah. This is really yeah. killing the vibe. And so My they, boner, I'm going flash. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they extended the contest day one race another 24 hours. Hot take. I wouldn't be upset if they. I'm with you. I'm with you. Because being able to just sleep and because we slept, came back, and then we're on Rock for nine hours. Well, I think somebody came out and said, like, um, like, I hate that it's like only like 
80 teams or something like that finished day one, but then 2,500 finished on day Shut two. Shut up, bitch. But then it was like, well, dude, how many of those teams probably would have finished on day one, but instead... If they said, slept, yeah. Hey, guys, let's just go to sleep, and we'll reconvene in the morning, and we'll finish this out. Because like that, if someone wants to make the argument, too, we finished it with 22 hours game time. We technically finished... But I don't have this. I'm gonna be honest. I don't have the stamina anymore. I would not have lasted 22 hours if we had just been straight. I think I, I, I think would have called it at some point. I would have had to be at least at a thousand sub train. I'll be honest. <laughs> like, and that's not happening. So I'm firmly in the camp that believes that contests should always be an option. Agreed. Uh, so you like if you want to, and you get like a bonus triumph or something. Maybe I not just the think you should add ornaments on raid gear. Like I think raid gear should I have agree. ornaments attached to it, and then you could get said ornaments in contest mode. Yeah, so I, I'm a firm believer in contest always being an option. Um, I also am totally cool with 48 hours being like to get like the emblem. For me, it's like Bungie has a Bungie had a really big problem where they have such a big investment on the raids but like such a tiny and i mean minuscule amount of people raided in destiny and this that's the best content so so the only like when people are like gatekeeping raids it's like i hope you understand like when you do this like you're making it you're you're essentially telling them hey i want your raids to fail because they need people to play their raids. They want people to play content that they've put a lot of hard work into. And when you like when you don't encourage people to raid or when you encourage people to raid and then you're like, "Eh, yeah, you can raid, but like not like during the first the contest mode and get your emblem." Like, huh, that doesn't count. Like, you can't get if you didn't get it in the tw- second 24 hours, you don't deserve it. And it's like, "Bro, it's still contest mode." Like, yeah, it's yeah. literally what no is, difference. What is the problem? And the one argument I saw that I agreed with was it was upsetting to those who weren't trying to contest raid but wanted to hit the raid Sunday while and they that's could. Fair, yeah, and, and that was could. fair as well. Yep. And, and so, now they have to raid next weekend. Right. So then they're like, "Well, now like I that. can't. Like, I don't have Monday off." Right. So that made yeah. sense. And for those people, I'm like, I totally get you. That's upsetting. Um. This two days is for us, okay? You get yeah. every other weekend after this. In a in a perfect world, what I would like to see, contest modifier comes out, yes. and it's on until world's first clear. Then it's toggleable. Okay. And I then oh, yeah, yeah agree, so then everyone that, that way people doesn't want do it normal and go. And figure everyone it out. that doesn't yeah. want to do contest can play normal. You're not gated by time, or there's no if an extension doesn't matter. Whoever wants to do contest. And then if you want, make it so that in the first 24, 48 hours, there's a special emblem for that. But then I think also if they're able to find a way to make it toggleable, then you could just keep yeah, It can't be that hard to make it toggleable, right? Like, I, it I don't can't know. be. It could I blow up something. Who knows? I, having raid options is good. I think having raid difficulty options is good. I and I think making day, like, I think making raid races accessible to the larger population it's not just important but necessary and that's why bungie has been doing it for the past two raids because it's been successful Uh, before like people would watch the raid races cool they would just watch it though yeah you would have more people participating in their raid race event on twitch than you would in the actual game and as a game dev that's probably like that's not what you want 
Yeah. And- like, okay, cool. Them watching the raid is cool, but like we made this content. I would like, like we would like people to actually, you know, enjoy it and play it. And that's what normal mode is for. So like, I, I don't think contest mode has to be super accessible, but like when people are upset that like 5,000, so many teams beat deep stone crypt. It's like, really bro. That, that's fine. I mean, contest mode was still hard. We didn't finish it. Like a lot of people didn't finish it, but I would rather it be like somebody sees that and is like, "Hey, maybe I'll try and day one race instead of it being last wish." And it's like, sorry, what five teams or like whatever that was, and people are like, "Ooh, I, I would much rather." Yeah, same thing. Way more people try it and experience it first off. I I think just experiencing contest mode is yeah is fun. It's frustrating and it might not be for you, and then you're like, "Okay, well I've tried it," but. The more accessible, the more people play it, the more they'll talk about it, the more their friends yep. will play it. Like we the like, more raiders. Yeah, well, and then was I think too, like if you have it as a modifier, just put ornaments for like raid weapons or something like that in there. So you give your hardcore community like, oh guys, we'll run our normal raids and then we'll do contests afterwards because these ornaments are fucking badass or something. Or even I don't just know. having contests be like a one time like you did contest, here's this cool something like uh here's this cool ornament for the exotic or something that you only get for doing contests like like destiny's version of ultimates or some shit like it's just when when you have uh raids that don't have a lot of options and difficulty like in final fan i'm gonna refer to 14 they have great raids raids, you have normal raids they're just normal anyone can play them you know you don't have to there's some mechanics but you know anyone can do them and that's destiny raids right and that's cool but like people aren't racing the normal raids. People are racing like the savage, right? So like in a perfect world, you have like the normal raids and then the contest raids, and then you, because like I know people are like ew, like ew, five thousand people, five thousand teams finishing the raid, ew, on the first two days. Like, all right, listen, would you rather that or like have an FF where like eight hundred teams finish the savage tier in the first week? seven days like what do you yeah as much as i love savage rating like you know the that that savage mindset would not work if they didn't have normal raids for people to enjoy without doing the savage so it's like difficulty options matter a lot when it comes to raids and i think uh you know i think bungie is doing a really good job of handling their raids to be honest yeah it they just like you said it just it it makes for a better and more healthy player base if more people are trying raids and more people are trying to like just play that kind of content that forces them to play your game more you know like you don't want just people playing i mean even though people do just pvp and pve sorts of things but the raid content is literally awesome would you recommend this though to a new raider the last fight's sick, but I don't know if they'll like the whole first three I th- encounters. I think it's, I think it's for me, it's like the most average raid. I have. Like you put it I'm like almost, B or C? I, for me, it's definitely like one of the most average raids of all time. Okay. Um, I do like the first encounter where you learn the symbols and you have to go into the doors and then light and dark symbols. Mm-hmm. Caretaker is like, that's whatever, probably the most mid encounter of all time uh third encounter just garbage uh and then rolk one of the best if not the best 
boss encounter of all time. So it's like you know, very like a lot of bad. But when the we when you got the final boss that good, like you know what, I'll put you in the average territory. Um, and then, uh, fudge. Where was I going with that again? I lost where I was going again. Which is what how you <gasps> felt about the raid. You said it's the most average kind of raid ever. Yeah, it's the most average raid. Okay. Pretty, pretty, pretty average raid. Roll, give me roll, your seat. Give me on your tier list. The blue Westlow tier list. I would put it in like uh, I give it like C, C plus. Okay. Yeah, I would. I would also give it like a C plus. Probably like the best C on the C, the best C raid there is. You know, um, definitely not as bad as like the other kind of raids. I forget which one has that giant hex dude at the end. Like that guy's awful. That's a terrible raid. The giant Vex dude at the end, he's like, uh, it was like one of the first Destiny 2 raids, I feel like. Oh, oh, Garden of Salvation? No, Argos. That, he's talking no, about Argos. Argos, like. The big, uh, the big, the big giant Vex thing. You like the. The sh- with oh, the shields. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that raid. Really? No, what? that one's like, what I would say that one's called? like mid, like on the lower mid fight. one. <laughs> I would say that one's lower mid, and then like this one is higher mid. That was a great boss fight. See, I I can't say much about that one because the only times we ran it, I think, was that was with, with oh, like that was Dado I, and that was when I wasn't playing with anyone. That's when I was like, guys, can you guys, you guys get to come back to yeah, Destiny? There's no. a new raid left. <laughs> yeah, and then you found Final Fantasy. Thank God. Pop now he's like, guys, you going? To- Yo, so check this. Check this out. There's a free trial. Back up, baby. Woo! Nice. Go get it. Get it while you can. Before yeah, Blue tells you get the fuck out of his game. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, where would you rank it, Mister Fruit, in your uh, connoisseur of raid? You know, everyone comes to you for their for your raid opinion. Yeah, clearly. So everyone's waiting. <laughs> it's like I, if I enjoyed the symbol mechanic, I think it would be a much higher raid for me. And if if you're out there and you're like, I really like that mechanic, again, good for you. Uh, but yeah, that's great. I did it in Last Wish, and I'm kind of over it again. It just got really old, really fast. And I think part of it too is like, there's straight another up just like symbol me- another symbol mechanic. But like, it's also a lot of memorization. But for a lot of the encounters too, it just leaves like half your team to just. Like I would rather I'm there be I'm swinging a stick. Yeah, I'd rather be mechanics where like it's not memorization, but everyone has to be like doing something. You got to be here, but for the most part, has, it's like, like a role essentially. Yeah, too many people. It's like you just got to be ad clear, which I don't isn't a problem. But like, if you're gonna do a mechanic, I would rather it be getting everyone involved doing something specific than. I guess I just don't like this whole memory. Two stuff. people are doing this little thing. Two people are doing that little thing and two people are doing that little thing kind of thing. Yeah. So, but the boss fight definitely does bring it up. Cause like, I think that yep. should be a blueprint for like almost every boss fight. Movie I did forget to say like aesthetically that. too, the the environment of the raid is very cool. Oh yeah. Amazing. One of the, one of the top ones. Uh, one, one of the best raids visually for sure. It, it got marred uh, because we kept getting kicked. But when you first, fall out of that thing and right before the first oh, encounter yes. the skybox shows like Ralk's place with the the giant worm god under it and everything so cool so sick and then of course i'm like dude that's so sick and it's like <laughs> dude yeah rob oh poor uh, rob's perspective in his stream was hilarious because he was like bro oh. this is so 
That's uh, boom. It was like, <laughs> and then Rob was like, Rob was like, that's a, that's just like Destiny, baby. I get a second of joy, yeah. and the game, yeah. the game brings it, it back to reality. Yeah, rips it out of my hands. Um. So yeah, that I would appreciate less champions, less champions in the game in general. Please, please stop putting champions but, in raids. I would have rather had Hive Guardians. Why couldn't we have had something like, like that? Rework, rework champions because all they do is like restrict loadout. That's it. That's all champions are there for. But overall, I think I also favor the raid a little bit more because we finished it. Have we not finished it? Probably be even lower on my tiers. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you ask me to to run it through with people, I'd be like, hell yeah, let's do let's do Vow. There, I don't think there's a like a truly bad Destiny raid. But but. Moving forward, Compared I would, to other ones, you know, we we can compare them. I wouldn't be against though when we start running it to just be like, hey, anyone got to check? We'll, we'll do the first. We'll go caretaker. <laughs> yeah, for Rolk. We'll go caretaker. Get through that, and then be like, yo, anyone got checkpoint for Rolk? And just skip the maze, dude. It's <laughs> skip it. I I don't think I I'll ever. And not only that too, but it can bug out, which yeah, also soon it happened like two times in a row last night. It's just like, yeah. Very demoralizing. Uh, it's, oh, it's it's very demoralizing. Yeah, when the when, when we the would symbols weren't the, showing up. Yeah, and the symbols like were legit. Like the 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 gas, the stanky gas, like that didn't even show up. Yeah, so it, like we were just like, oh, the gas isn't even. And we're like, all right, we got a gas. These symbols aren't there, bro. Wipe. Yeah. And I think like that encounter too is I think where we highlight the most how frustrating it is because there is no time. To like, because the worst part no is banner. odds are running through the raid. If you've done it again, you're going to spend the most time there, or at least we have so far. And you can't even make it lighthearted because you always have to be focusing because of the time constraint and all the memorization needed. And all and it's like literally, if they took that out, I think I also would have forget forgiven the symbols and stuff too. Like if it was some sort of a different encounter. But just that encounter, man. I just want freaking. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else? Thing. I mean, I know we had a long list that we did not get to, as per. Um, is there anything we want to touch on before we switch it on over to Patreon? Ruben did it. So. Oh yeah, oh, Ruben did it. Ruben. Overwatch. He made I it. Mean, he hasn't I don't made think it we yet. We still see but... it this year. I think we see it a year from today. I think we get it around March this next year. I think is when we get it. But they did do a developer update. They announced, I think in April or May, I think April, uh, closed beta for Overwatch 2 PvP. They did say they're doing uh, an alpha in March with pros and employees too. So, And then it sounds like it'll be the last one. They'll close it, open up another one later. Because um, essentially in the video too, they're like, hey, we realize we messed up. Yeah, we know. Uh, we, we've been super <laughs> silent. Yeah, we know. Um but then uh, evidently too they're still like yeah whatever our pve thing is it's still not ready so instead of delaying the entire game for the pve we could just give you the pvp right now or soon which makes more sense so um we'll see in april what happens it it's not shipping with every like this beta one it'll have four new maps the new game mode sojourn a new hero four reworks um, and then that's why I'm assuming it'll be up for a while, go off. There'll be another one later showing more stuff, blah, 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 blah. When will we finally get it? I don't know. But just the fact that 
Yeah, we'll be able to play something. Just they said something about it, and they have something. It's, yeah, it's you just know. been. I'm happy years. that the first announcement of Overwatch Two was a playable beta, and not hey, here's a new trailer for it. You know, like that wouldn't have done anything. Well, the I did have a bit of a bit of a chuckle during the the like developer thing though, because he's like, and when Overwatch Two PvP comes out or whatever, it's like this is going to be the biggest single update since we released the game. And I'm like, I would hope so. You decided to name it Overwatch 2. Yeah, you named it Overwatch 2, my it's, man. Like, it's a it better sequel. Be. Yeah, like... I feel like that was implied. So are they just updating yeah. Overwatch 2 then? Did they, did they basically confirm that it's basically an update from Overwatch 2, Overwatch 2? Well, I mean, that's just it. Like, PvP-wise, that's what we're going to see. I think the big thing is it's going to 5v5, so they had to, like, retune everyone or whatever that looks like. Um, I do think that's a good change, though. Yeah, I mean, I, it'll be hard to say. I think it'll be nice, but it's going to be hard to say until you play it, especially because odds are I'm going to be the solo tank. That doesn't sound very fun because you know who everyone's going to point fingers at first? The solo it's tank. Always, I think it's always support always gets pointed But at, at this first. point, why though, they- it's like, why aren't you shield support or shield tank? Yeah, I guess. That's what I'm worried but about. But they have role queue, I guess, now, or hero queue. Maybe that's a thing. I don't know. What were you gonna say, Blake? Uh, but nothing. I'm just confused oh. why they didn't name it Overwatch Season Two like Fortnite is doing. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, you are the guys that approach us as this is a sequel. Yeah. No so one asked for a yeah, like you're, this is our biggest update. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I hope so. Because this isn't <laughs> you would this, this isn't really an update. It's like if that's like if Bungie came out with Destiny Two. It's gonna be the like, biggest update. It's like since uh, Des- yeah, I would hope it's you saying it's a brand new sequel. That's the way I look at it. Like they're because like they said they have new heroes on the way, and I hope like after this beta. But like I think I think we talked about it too. Like if they release Overwatch two this time next year with less than like seven new heroes, then if they just updated Overwatch one over that time, we would have had more. So, like, at the very least, we, there should be a lot of new stuff coming. That's all I'm saying. And I'm worried it's going to be like, hey, here's some reworks. Here's two new and changes. It's not enough. And here's some, yeah, it's like... Bring back Hanzo Scatterer as you cowards. <laughs> maybe they did. I don't know. But it's like, you you abandoned the live game as they pretty much like, were like, yeah, we abandoned the live game. Announced it super early and it, and we just have nothing... And you've set expectations for a sequel because it's named Overwatch 2. So at the very least, deliver as if it was a sequel. That's all I'm hoping. But either way, I do hope it's fun again because when Overwatch first came out for that first like year, year and a half, I really had fun with it. So I did too. And hopefully they've learned now with Overwatch 2 what a live service game, if that's what, because they kind of tried to do that with Overwatch 1 what that should look like now and are better prepared. So that's all you have. Um, all right. Do we want to go to Patreon now? All right. Uh, we got a question here from Kearney. He says, I have a TFT question for Fruit and Rob. Uh, what are some of your favorite augments this set? I haven't really played much 6.5 yet, but Future Sight is really funny when you build four Zyphers and two Shrouds of Stillness. Oh, that's, I, so I have to preface by i think i've played two games of 6.5 um not because i didn't want to it just could not have come at a worse time it came literally with 
Horizon, Dying Light, Elden Ring, Destiny 2, like all in that same six days or whatever. Um, so I want to get back to it because I grinded six super hard. Um, but I do know what Future Sight does, so that is uh, that would be a tilter. That's like what you like. Who you see? You see who you're fighting next, right? Yeah. So if you just why is that a whole so good? Of, well, because if like just like that, you build a whole bunch of zephyrs. You know the the exact board you're fighting, so you scout them specifically. Go okay. I just need to put my people here. Because I mean, being able to know who you fight is so powerful because you know exactly what comp you're facing and how to adjust your board. Because like, let's say I'm. I'm some squishy team with a backline, and I'm like, oh, shoot, the next person I'm playing is Assassins. Suddenly, your backline's your frontline. Like, you completely change up your thing in order to counter Assassins. That's the whole thing. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I haven't played with any of the new augments, so I'm not sure. But... I mean, yeah, I haven't. I've got maybe six, six, five or six games in. Um, so I really haven't had much time to like build and stuff like that um feels says favorite anime intros for me season four of attack on titan rumbling soundtrack is peak uh i disagree the first half of season three of attack on titan the falling angel one that is uh for me it's either uh you are my friend or sasageo i think that was like season two of attack on titan yeah sick bloop Favorite anime intro? Probably either Overlord or Full Malakma's Brotherhood. Okay. Um, Fenrir asks, uh, assuming you want to have a child, what would their names be? Bit of a faraway question for y'all, but should make for a good convo. If you rather answer something else, Kevin on the podcast, when? <laughs> Kevin. How would um, Kevin be able to handle that? But hell yeah. Let's go I, um... I talked about, I think I mentioned this like a while ago. I always wanted to name a daughter Crystal. Yeah. Claire nicks that. Um, oh. <laughs> well, she's like, it's a stripper name. Uh, what? Yeah. So our daughter, if we have one, will not be named Crystal. Um, and that would be named that? after the Pokemon game, Crystal, correct? Yeah. Um, would it be spelled with a K or a C? C. Okay. Okay, um, a K is definitely a stripper name. A C, though. I can see that. That's see, I disagree. Name. I think the K is less stripper and the C is more stripper. What? Yeah. I disagree. Okay. Um, a boy. I really like the name Roland. Roland? Mm-hmm. That's a good-ass name. That's from Borderlands, correct? Dark Towers. Oh. In so Borderlands. It is from Borderlands, but that's not right. But it would be more so from Dark Towers. Okay. I like the name uh, Baird for a boy. I just kind of came up to that realization not too long ago uh, for a cat. But Sydney kind of brought up a good point for a cat. People would think it's bear instead of Baird. But like with a, I feel like a child, if you hear Baird, you wouldn't be like, oh, bear, you know? So I think right. Baird is a good kid name. But yeah, I mean, like way in the future, though, I'm not, I'm, I can barely take care of myself and just getting a fucking cat, you know? I ain't gonna have no kids anytime soon. I'm 27, man. You are pretty old. It is. I mean, it is old, but not. Hey, old. I mean, I don't you mean know? to rush you, but Sid's yeah. maternal clock is ticking, you know? After 35, it's considered geriatric pregnancy. Claire reminds me of this all the time. 
It's very dangerous after 35. It's true. Jesus. Well, she's like, would, we originally talked about this. She's like, yeah, if we have a kid, it should be before 35. Because I don't want a geriatric pregnancy. And it's like, you're not geriatric until you're like 60 or something. <laughs> well, it turns out. Body-wise. Well, I mean, like, aren't physically, women. Aren't, aren't, like, women technically able to give birth at, like, 15, 14? Like, isn't that technically, It all like, depends on like, when their yeah, whenever. whole thing starts. Yeah. But. Yeah, I think after 35, it's it's considered geriatric. Oh, and then know. if you yeah. look at like the risks involved with pregnancies, it spikes. So does our sperm stay like you know like let's go sperm? Absolutely. Like, does potent, it slowly, like, I mean, as yeah. we lose testosterone, as we age, I think after the age of like 26, 27, 28, we're around where we're going to start losing testosterone every year. Now we actually start losing a bit every year, whereas we've been gaining so technically we get a little less potent every year fucking hgh baby (laughs) i mean that's why like older men older men will take like t boosters and it's it's not a bad thing like it can be used well to essentially counteract testosterone loss levels so uh blue kids um, I was going to go with a gender neutral name for if it's a boy or a girl and it is inspired by, uh, well, I was going to name them Nico. I like that. And it's, uh, CSGO pro. He's great. That's and it's, uh, uh, inspired by, um, uh, for any of you music lovers out there from, uh, the Vela underground and Nico, Nico, an incredible artist. She is fantastic. And I was like, you know what? Nico is also a great boy name, so I would go How with Nico, you, whether it is a boy or a girl. Is it like N-E-K-O? N-I-C-O. N-I-K-Zero. N-I-C-Zero. I'm sure they'll appreciate that. Oh, Jax. Oh, sorry, I'm watching CSGO. Crazy Yogi says, hey, hey homies, my knee turned one this past weekend. Tore my ACL and both my meniscus. So had surgery a year ago, which made me think, uh, have any of you have had surgery due to an injury? Uh, no. Yeah. I've, had, I've had my teeth ripped out. That's about as surgery as... Oh, no. Well, both my, sur- both my quote-unquote surgery where I've gone under anesthesia have been teeth-related, so... Yeah. Like, that's about you know, as surgery as I'll get. Yeah, me too. I uh, went under for my ears a couple times. Um, but ears, then, really? yeah, I have a whole bunch of ear problems, especially when I was younger. They did a whole. There's literally like five do different they cut procedures it back here, or do or how does it work when they do ear surgery, or does Three it ear. like really or at least the stuff? A lot of like... mine were yeah tube oriented stuff. Okay. Um, and then actual like procedure from an injury was when I needed stitches on my knee uh, when I opened that up. But aside from that, no broken bones. And then, yeah, like wisdom teeth. Yeah. But uh, We'll do a couple more questions because we're running out of time. We went a little long to that. Uh, Classy uh, says, favorite games that you think are under the radar that never got the recognition they deserve. Okay, we've done a lot of this, so I'm skipping. Uh, Halcyonix says, "Hey guys, Battle been a while. Uh, simple question: Turkey or beef?" Oh, I mean it that's depends. hard. Because, yeah, 
What what like, is, are you talking like a hamburger? What is like the a... vessel in which the turkey and or beef yeah. is coming in from? Because like if you're I gonna would, say like burrito, I'm gonna say beef. Yeah, I'd say on average beef but, is better. Maybe it's like, more so like a burger turkey question. has its moments that like barbecue turkey. Sheesh, that I, juicy goodness. However, I think I'm like sixty five thirty five in favor of beef. Yeah, like I if I had to say, split. The, yeah, turkey's very dependent on how you prepare the turkey. But it can hit. Um, Trayborn, uh, now that the first trailer for Obi-Wan just dropped, what are your thoughts? Okay, are you guys excited? <laughs> Fuck okay. yeah. About that. Yep. Uh, Crystal, uh, good morning, gentlemen. Now that we are getting up there in age, what recent experience I don't think you're you a stripper, for the record. <laughs> I think you have yeah, a beautiful name. I don't either, name. because your Crystal is with a K and not a C. No, wait, no, I'm saying you're, you're see, more so what my point. I think a He's C getting confused. He's getting confused. Stripper, yeah. I mean, if you name uh, Chris, I don't care how you spot it. I think you're pure and great. Uh, what recent experience made you guys feel old? Joey. Just hanging out with Joey? Just Joey, yeah. Um, I think when I got excited for the Super Bowl, I think that's when I kind of felt old. Like, for the Super Bowl halftime thing, I felt kind of old that I was like, oh, cool. A oh, cool halftime show for the, the first time ever. I got yeah. you. I did I did listen to uh Pat McAfee's show and he had this guy on and he had colon cancer. So he's telling people to get their colons checked. And that's like the we're getting thing we finger up your ass, right? Yeah, it, right? it's it's a it's a scope. They don't put the Okay, finger, so they put something up your ass, no? Camera, yeah. Okay, so they put something up your ass. So that I was like, God, I gotta do that soon, no? Or am I too or I think I it's like know? mid to late thirties usually, but I mean, it can't okay. hurt to go earlier. See, that's what made me feel old, the fact that I even have to think about that. That if I'm at that age where I need to get a scope up my butt. I don't think I've felt too old recently. Usually it's only like when people tell me their age and they're like, yeah, I'm like 20, 22. And I'm just like, oh, I'm only like five years older than you, but I'm getting up there, Captain. And then, yeah, I don't know. I don't really feel... I, I'm lucky because I've always had, apparently, I have always had Gen Z friendly humor. So whenever you, people you've are been like, prepared this whole time, I've been prepared for my stupid absurdist. My youth, my Team Fortress Two YouTube poop days prepared me to be one with the youngins. They would have eaten that up these days. Uh, we'll do. Yeah, two. back in the day, back in the, the back of the, my millennials would be like, "Yo, dude, you're kind of fucking weird." But now, I'm in it, baby. I'm in it. Let's go. We'll do uh, two more questions here. Uh, Stredrin, uh, what or who got you into video games in the first place? Stay sweet. I guess my dad. But like my dad unknowing. I get, but he like showed me the, my first video game. He didn't like, I got myself into video games. Or I guess YouTube, Machinima, Halos got me into video games, I would say, more so than anything. Uh, not really anyone. I I mean I saw my brother when I was like four whatever uh, playing Pokemon Red, and that was frankly one of the only video games he's ever played. But I was like, oh, that looks cool, so I wanted to play. And then I got my like none of my brothers are really gamers like I am. I kind of got my dad literally like he's like, yep, I played Pong like twice. That's my dad's video game experience. 
Um, so yeah, I, I guess I just got myself into it, but it was just after seeing Pokemon for the first time, and then from there, everything. Um, yeah, Blue. What about you? Um, my parents got me a Game Boy Advance because I was always bored, and they're like, "There's got to be something that engages this stupid little fuck." And Man. so they got I me a it. Game Boy Advance, and they were like, "Yo, they give you a coupon. Oh, this is for it. Final Yo, Fantasy fourteen. He's playing it. Oh my god, he's playing it. <laughs> he loves oh god, it. He loves it. Game Boy. He. Oh my god, he's Get liking the camera. it. Get the camera. Get the camera. Where's the fucking camera? And so they were like, "Yo." Hey, you should play more games on it. And I was like, okay, wicked. So and then so you should stream that. Fast forward a year, like, is he dead? Is he moving? No, he's just playing Pokemon Yellow. He's only he on eaten? hour eighty four. <laughs> but the, you know how people, you know how parents nowadays like just throw an iPad at their kid and they're like, yeah, go fucking watch like, yeah, go fucking Pop watch some, some fucking Freddy Fazbear shit. And that was me. I was the kid who was like, yeah, is he? A, what's he do? Uh, just give him. Uh, just give him the fucking. Just give him Pokemon Yellow. He'll be fine. Uh, last question from Goo Boy says, "Howdy, everyone. Long time, no questions, but I have one this week. For my former wrestling fans, have you guys ever watched AEW? I would I say AEW. they're the top line in actual wrestling as of late. And if you ever wanted to check out the sport again, I highly recommend. Nah, man. Attitude Era, and that's it for Rob. Oh, normie. Yeah, I'm a very normie wrestling fan." Um, uh, I do uh, like Pat McAfee though. He's on like SmackDown on Fridays, I think. He's actually meeting on uh, what's the big wrestle event called? Blue that WWE throws on in its pay per view. He's gonna fight in WrestleMania, so I actually might watch WrestleMania this year to watch Pat McAfee. Uh, I do like AEW. I I do keep up with wrestling from time to time. AEW is pretty wicked. They have been knocking it out of the park lately. WWE. While still a massive company that is almost too big to fail at this point, AEW has been like, has given me the serotonin that WWE just can't give me anymore. So AEW and WWE aren't conjoined no, at competitors. all. Okay, they're comp- okay. Um, okay, then they have the second question. What do you guys want the starters, third evolution typings to be in Scarlet and Violet? I want another fire dragon, dude. A fire dragon starter? I don't think they'll ever do dragon as a starter, though. They did steel. Huh? Maybe. I think they Wee might, Cat will be... Maybe like fire ground would be cool. Yeah, I was gonna, if he's be... like croc, yeah, I could see like fire ground working or fire water. Uh, Weed Cat will be uh, grass poison? I hope not. Already done that. Yeah, I'll commit. Is that boring? I was just thinking. It's pretty boring. Grass poison, pretty common. Uh, I have a feel. I I wouldn't be surprised by Grass Fairy. I hope not. But that would be sick. What do you mean? You would just be afraid of times what the, the evolutions look like. I mean, fairies are. Yeah. Well, the last time we had a fairy starter was Primarina. So <laughs> you're a hater. Primarina I'm a hater, man. I'm bad. a hater. Was not that bad. And then the little duck guy. He's Water definitely normal. Be... Water finds too easy. I feel like it's too easy. I feel like he could be like. I feel like he's gonna be the. I feel like he's gonna be the 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 bipedal water normie. fighting. Yeah, water fighting. That's His what I'm thinking. Evo's he's fucking. Be. Well, he could be like yeah, kung fu crane kind of thing, you know. 
Okay. I like the idea there. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's right. But that'll be it. I'll say that the duck guy will be water normal. Everyone Type. would be upset. Why? Everyone I would, would be upset. Be upset. <laughs> what's, the, I would, what's the point of a dual type normal? It does nothing. Normal um, type, you're like not affected to anything. You're normal. By ghost, you know? but like, no one's like, hey, throw, we want a dual type normal. <laughs> it's just It'd be boring. the first thing it's boring. The normal ghost was sick because it's Water like. Water normal is like the barrel. Yeah. Yeah, like like the Zoroark or whatever. Yeah, normal ghost. Like, that's sick. The combination we haven't seen. And the way normal and ghost interact with each other. But yeah, water normal is Babarel and other people. And... Water dragon. Again, I just don't see them giving a starter a dragon. I feel like that should... That yeah, would... If they didn't give Charizard, then, you know... They're... But, I mean, Charizard was before... I, I, was they're going to retcon him eventually, let's be honest, you know. That's how that's how they'll pull you in for mega evolution. Like Gen Ten, the pull is going to be he's dragon type now. People like Charizard. So I fucking love Charizard. It's just never going to. Here's two hundred thousand dollars for his card. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And now do it, ladies and gentlemen, for the GG Overreach podcast, episode one hundred twenty-four. We will see you guys next week. Be safe. Love each other. Be kind to others and yourself. And um, jerk off your homies. Do that too. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.